Hello, and welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thank you for listening this Wednesday, February 17th, 2021. Topics on this episode include Leonardo DiCaprio's significant others, Amerihome being acquired, and the latest gauges on the health of the U.S. economy. Today's podcast is sponsored by MCT, your trusted capital markets partner. Have you heard about their business intelligence? A powerful web-based analytics platform designed to give clients more visibility on their data points to inform their business and empower them to make decisions and track their performance. The platform aggregates proprietary mortgage pipeline and loan sale data to provide strategic insights to MCT clients in the form of customizable reports, illustrative charts, and actionable insights. You could optimize your investor relationships today through MCT's business intelligence. Let's start the day with some non-sequiturs, per usual. President Biden, the 46th president of the United States, extended the ban on home foreclosures through June. Did you know that at 46, Leonardo DiCaprio is now the same age as Steve Martin was when Steve made Father of the Bride? Apparently, as my dad's friend Jeff O pointed out, time doesn't fly for Leo's girlfriends. Despite him now being 46, their maximum age is 25. But that is the subject of a different kind of commentary. What do entertainers, sports stars, comedians, or people like Paula Abdul, Lindsay Lohan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Vanilla Ice have in common? They can all be found on Cameo, the leading marketplace connecting fans directly with tens of thousands of pop culture personalities in the form of customized video messages, live video calls, and direct messages. M&A is alive and well. Many expect more deals in the near future, but for now, you can own a piece of Amerihome. The folks at Apollo, Athene Holding, and Amerihome were popping the champagne corks yesterday as Phoenix-based Western Alliance Bank, on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker WAL, announced its acquisition of privately held Amerihome by buying its parent company, RS Mortgage Holding Company, LLC. Amerihome is the nation's third largest correspondent mortgage acquirer and apparently is worth, all cash, $1 billion, an easy number to remember. Western Alliance will pay cash considerations of $275 million plus adjusted tangible book value at closing, expected in the second quarter. We learn more about Arizona's Western Alliance, that is $36 billion in assets under management, in October when it purchased Galton Funding, best known in the non-QM world. Recently, Western Alliance posted net revenues of $1.2 billion and the strongest loan and deposit growth in company history, providing warehouse financing and MSR financing to the mortgage industry. The company has no direct consumer or retail mortgage operation. For those who like numbers, from a financial perspective, the transaction is estimated to produce accretion of over 30% to EPS and over 500 basis points to return on average tangible common equity in 2020. Western Alliance expects to achieve annual after-tax funding cost synergies of roughly $50 million with total estimated after-tax merger and integration costs of approximately $27 million. The purchase price represents approximately 1.4 time adjusted tangible book value based on December 31, 2020 financials and is estimated to create a modest dilution to Western Alliance's tangible book value per share that it expects to earn back in less than a year. Before the end of the second quarter of 2021, Western Alliance intends to raise approximately $275 million of primary capital through a registered public offering of common stock to support the transaction and future growth, and plans to optimize the acquired mortgage servicing rights assets for both ongoing operations and regulatory capital treatment. 
California's Amera Home can hold its head high, as it has relationships with over 700 independent correspondent mortgage originator clients, including independent mortgage bankers, community and regional banks, and credit unions of all sizes. Amera Home is also the nation's third largest correspondent mortgage acquirer. It purchased $65 billion in conventional conforming and government-insured originations during 2020 and has a $99 billion mortgage servicing portfolio. Once the deal closes, Amerahome will operate under its current brand, Amerahome, a Western Alliance bank company, and will continue to be led by Jim Firash, its current president and CEO, and John Headland, COO. Amerahome noted, as part of Western Alliance Bank, we will have access to significant capital and a faster pathway to growth for delegated and non-delegated correspondent channels. We are confident this combination will be both seamless and highly beneficial for our clients. Our value proposition is not changing, only strengthening. We also look forward to the potential for introducing new non-agency portfolio products. For the links to the articles, visit robchrisman.com. What a start to this holiday-shortened week. And I'm not even talking about Texans reminding the rest of the nation they have about as much knowledge of how to deal with snow as my dad does dealing with the live squirrel Myrtle brought into the house the other day. U.S. bond yields surged to their highest levels in a year, including the 10-year yield pulling back 10 basis points yesterday due to optimism over the economic recovery. Let's look at a couple releases from the Mortgage Bankers Association. The MBA's latest forbearance and call volume survey revealed that the total number of loans now in forbearance decreased by 6 basis points to 5.29% of servicers' portfolio volume in the prior week as of February 7th. According to the MBA's estimate, 2.6 million homeowners are in forbearance plans. Separately, the MBA revealed this morning that mortgage applications decreased 5.1% from one week earlier per the weekly mortgage application survey for the week ending February 12th. We've also had January retail sales up 5.3%, much stronger than expected, and the producer price index up 1.3%, a significant move higher. Excluding food and energy, it was up 1.2%. Later this morning brings January industrial production and capacity utilization, December business inventories, and the February NAHB Housing Market Index. There are at least three scheduled Fed president appearances, Richmond's Barkin, Boston's Rosengren, and Dallas's Kaplan, in addition to the release of the minutes from the January 26-27th FOMC meeting. In terms of Treasury supply, the Treasury will auction $27 billion of new 20-year bonds in the afternoon. Today's desk MBS purchase schedule is the largest of the week at $7.6 billion over three operations, including over $6.2 billion in UMBS 30s. We begin the day with agency MBS prices down a quarter to three-eighths and the 10-year yielding 1.33% after closing yesterday at 1.30% due to the retail sales and inflation numbers this morning. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. How it starts, part three of five. When our lawnmower broke and wouldn't run, my wife kept hinting to me that I should get it fixed. But somehow, I always had something else to take care of first, the shed, the boat, making beer, drinking beer, always something more important to me. Finally, she thought of a clever way to make her point. When I arrived home one day, I found her seated in the tall grass, busily snipping away with a tiny pair of sewing scissors. I watched silently for a short time and then went into the house. I was gone only a minute, and when I came out, I handed her a toothbrush. I said, when you finish cutting the grass, you might as well sweep the driveway. The doctors say I will walk again, but I will always have a limp. (laughs) please join us tomorrow for part three of my interview with mct's Kristen mccarthy 
I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, MCT. MCT offers an array of best-in-class services and software covering mortgage pipeline hedging, best execution loan sales, outsourced lock desk solutions, MSR portfolio valuations, business intelligence analytics, mark-to-market services, and an award-winning comprehensive capital markets software platform called MCT Live. MCT supports independent mortgage bankers, depositories, credit unions, warehouse lenders, and correspondent investors of all sizes. MCT is well known for its team of capital markets experts and senior traders who continue to provide the boutique-style hands-on engagement clients love. For more information, visit mcttrading.com. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your time with us. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.